Most of the time, nobody. Thank you very much, nobody. Thank you for being here. Uh, Save Dog is next to me, though. Actually, she wants to get on the couch. Uh, cow Cat is in her way. And uh, she's very particular about things. Cow's just sitting there, and she clearly can jump over him. Come on, get up here. Come on. Get. Come on. Up. Up. There you go. No, just walk over. Push him out of the way. You're the biggest one in the house. Other than that fat fuck ween. <laughs> Here she is. Good dog. You good dog. Uh, this is the Elemental Podcast, everybody. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, for those who don't know, if you're a new listener, I don't know how the fuck you got here, but thank you. Uh, this podcast is constant swearing. Occasionally funny. Occasionally funny. Not not that often occasionally it's not that often not oftenly funny occasionally funny uh and it's just me uh steve mccallister your host uh pretty much just rambling i ramble about shit ramble about my day hopefully uh you find something interesting out of it all and then i go over uh news items that are happening in the world. I try to avoid politics. Uh, I lean left, uh, clearly influenced that way. Try to try to avoid all that bullshit. Uh, and there you go. So that's you're caught up. That's the podcast. Really don't have guests. Uh, occasionally, I've had co-hosts. They've uh, they've kind of come and go gone over the years. That's just kind of how it happens. And uh, there you go. I have a Patreon. Uh, it's just uh, Elemental Podcast Patreon. And uh, I got a new subscriber to the Patreon last night. Thank you uh, very much. I don't know who the person is. I did not recognize the name. If you if you do know me, if you, if you have met me, I apologize for not recognizing who you are. But thank you very much. This was five bucks a month. And you're like, Stu, what is, what is the Patreon? Why would I subscribe to the Patreon? I don't fucking know why you would, but people do. How about that? People do. It's the same shit. It's just more of the same shit. How about that? How about that? So thank you very much to all the people who subscribe to the Patreon. Occasionally I give out free shit to Patreon subscribers. T-shirts and uh, sorted shit. So uh, there we go. It's worth your while. Um. I'm going to do this before I get into shit. For those who are unaware, I work for Dippin' Dots currently. And I, I, I drive around and I see if people need product. We give them little mini freezers. And uh, there we go. One of our newer uh, places of business is it's called uh, Rocket Fizz. It's, you know, old timey candy store kind of thing. And they also sell boutique soda soda not pop soda 
and I was looking at stuff, and uh, I was asking the lady, I was like, oh, what's good? And I bought a couple of things. I bought three bottles, but the one that I'm going to drink now, everybody, I can't lie. I'm a little hesitant about it. I'm, I'm assuming it's going to be gross. Gross AF. But it is the good old Lester's Fixins Buffalo Wing Soda. How about that? I'm from Buffalo, New York. I love me some chicken wings. I love putting blue cheese on chicken wings. I really don't use blue cheese for anything else, though, everybody. It's just good on a good old chicken wing. Ain't no thing on that chicken wing. And uh, I'm going to drink this thing. It looks like it's an orange soda. It's got an orange color to it. Going to crack the bottle open right here. There we go. Oh, it's a twist top. It didn't even need to. Didn't even need to use the bottle. So uh, here we go. I'm gonna go uh, bottoms up here. Here we go. Well, first, it's it smells orangey, and then it does have a chicken wing smell to it. But uh, here we go. Over here we go. Ooh. Yeah, that's awful. That wow. That had uh, many different responses and reactions. Um, second swig there. Oh, wow. It, you have this taste going down. It, it, it does have like a hot feel to it. It's like you're eating something spicy. You are. It, it, very odd. Uh, maybe I need to put a little blue cheese in this. Um, <coughs> oh God, um, it is not good. No, the recommendation is bad. I am not, I cannot in all good conscience, uh, recommend that to anybody, even if you're a chicken wing eater. Would I tell you to not buy it? Go the fuck ahead. Go buy that shit. Go buy it. Do what you need to do. Is that, uh, what is this? Rocket fizz? It, uh, for those who live in the Grand Rapids area, it is near Celebration Cinema North, up there on uh, the Beltline, Beltline and Nap. Shit ton of sodas. They had a whole wall of refrigerated stuff. I got a root beer one, and I got one that's like Dr. McGillicuddy's, and apparently that tastes like Dr. Pepper or something. So, But uh, cheap plug for Rocket Fizz. Go buy some Dippin' Dots if you want. It's almost over, though, baby. It's almost over. Before work today, though, I finally, finally got myself vaccinated. How about that, everybody? After all the trials and tribulations of even trying to get an appointment, I can't tell you how many times I, I put in for stuff to be told to go fuck myself. Uh, no appointments were available. And I'm, I'm in the age bracket now. I'm an old fuck. I'm 50. And uh, seemingly you would think like, oh, show this old man the front of the line. But it just never happened. But then yesterday on the facial book, I saw someone post about Walgreens. They're like, oh, yeah, buddy. Went to Walgreens and uh, they're all, they got all these openings, whatever this, that. I'm like, okay, fuck. I'll, I'll try it. I tried Walgreens before. I tried Meyer before all of these businesses to no avail but but i got on last night and like yeah we got plenty of appointments like oh fuck and then as i'm looking around 
There's plenty of Walgreens that are close to me. Uh, but then I saw that one was doing the Johnson and Johnson and that's the one and done. I'm like, fuck yeah. If I can just go in and get one shot and not have to return in like three or four weeks or whatever it is, why the fuck wouldn't I do it? So I sign up for that. I'm good to go. Uh, easy peasy for she's. It was just like that. I'm like, oh fuck. You know, I get the email like, hey, it's a confirmation number. Da, da, da. I'm like, all right. They're like, show up 15 minutes early, fill out some paperwork. So I show up early, I fill out the paperwork, uh, I wait like not even five minutes, this, this lady, she pulls me in, she, and so it's just me and her in this private room, she gives me the shot, we're done and done, and I'm talking to her, and I'm basically telling her like, hey, uh, you know, thanks for doing this, you're definitely front line, uh, you're doing a good thing vaccinating people. Um, but you're also, I feel like they, they also are putting themselves at risk because they're coming into contact with, you know, dozens of people per day uh, who God knows what the fuck's going on with them, right? So even though everybody's wearing a mask or whatever, but I, you're very close. You're giving someone a shot. You have to have touch contact. Just is that way. So I was like, oh, thank you. So she's, you know, she's young and new. She's like, yeah, I just graduated last year so she's probably mid to late 20s and we're just talking and uh she's like yeah it's been a weird year i'm like yeah because people are stupid and she laughed and she's like yes people are stupid and i'm like yeah people just seem to think that nothing's fucking going on they want to act as though uh you know it's it's the magical thinking of if I just act like this isn't real, then it's not fucking real. It's magical thinking. It's childish thinking. And I'm like, sorry, everybody. Um, just because you've never been to fucking North Korea, just because you've never been to China, doesn't mean those places don't fucking exist and weird shit that goes on in those countries won't affect us. If the, It will, you motherfuckers. So stop being fucking morons. So we had, uh, afterwards, you got to wait. You got to wait like 15 minutes. It's like giving blood. They just want to make sure there's no adverse reactions, nothing of that sort. So I'm sitting there, and this guy shows up. And he's like, uh, oh, is this the line? And I'm like, no, man, this is, uh, we've already had our shots. We, we're just sitting here waiting uh, before, you know, we can get released back into the wild. And it was like, oh, shit. Okay. Uh, all right. I, I'm like, that's the line there. And he gets in line. He's like, oh, man, how is it? And I'm like, ah, oh, you know, it's easy peasy for cheesy. You know, it's like a minute. You're in there. She stabs you. You're good to go. And he's like, oh, fuck, I hate needles. And I'm, he's like, yeah, I've never had a shot of any kind. And I'm like going, what the fuck? How, how have you never had a different kind of vaccination of some kind? Whether it was like for the flu or tetanus or something. Somewhere along the line, as an adult, you should have gotten a shot. I just don't understand it. And in my brain, too, I'm also like... What a weird fucking thing to be afraid Needles. This is the weird thing that you're going to be afraid of. Fucking needles. I'm like, ugh, Christ.
All right. The guy behind me is like, yeah, I used to be afraid of needles. But uh, I'm diabetic now, so I deal with it every fucking day. I'm like, yeah, you, you fucking, you learn the needles aren't shit. I turned it into a joke, though, on Twitter, and I said the guy said he was a heroin addict. Yep, a heroin addict. Can you imagine being a heroin addict and you're afraid of needles? How, how difficult would your life be? Like, oh, fuck, I need some of that sweet, sweet relief. But I'm afraid of what gives it to me. So I get to work afterwards. I told my boss I'll come in after I'm done and we'll do it. And I just had an easy Grand Rapids route. I go and I do it. And one of the spots I'm at, I'm not going to out them because they were dumb as fuck. But their product was uh it, it was solid as a, a bar uh dipping dots needs to be refrigerated or frozen at a much cooler temperature than a regular freezer and uh because they're very susceptible to melting and uh so they were it was no longer dots it, it was a bar it was a dipping bar and it's still edible, but it's, you know, a lot of people eat it for the gimmick of, oh, this is Dippin' Dots, you know, little fucking beads of ice cream, whatever. And so they're all bars. And I asked the like, guy, I was like, did you guys have like power outage or did someone unplug the freezer? And he's like, oh, I don't know. And I was like, well, come here. And I showed him the product. And I was like, well, this is what happened. And I told him what I just said to you. I'm like, this shit's edible. But I also told him, I said, you know, a lot of people probably aren't going to buy it because they want to buy it for the Dots. He's like, well, what, what do I do with it? And I was like, you do whatever the fuck you want to do with it, man. It's yours. Like, you can eat it. You can try to sell it. You can throw it away. It doesn't matter. It's still fucking edible, but it's up for you to decide. So I said to the guy, what I'll do is I think I have some alarms that I can put on your freezer. And he's like, oh, it already has an alarm on it. I was like, oh, okay, well, let me take a peek at it. We have these ones that you can attach to the plug. And then there are other ones that uh, we have rigged up to the actual freezer. It's attached to the freezer. And this one had one attached to the freezer. So I'm looking at it. And here's the problem, everybody. The problem was some motherfucker turned the, the alarm off. And uh, God knows why they did that. Uh, usually what it is is uh, people move the freezers. They unplug the freezer. They move it so the alarm goes off. Uh, and they turn it off. They move it because they're like cleaning underneath it or maybe they're moving it from one side of the store to the other, whatever. But then they just fucking forget to turn it back on or whatever. I'm like, ah, fucking Christ. So I turned it on and I explained to them like, this is it. So the product's on you. And it just, it, it bothers me though that we, we do what we can to make it easier for them and then things still get fucked up. And I suppose that's every goddamn business. But it's just frustrating. And uh, one of my favorite things during all of my uh, Dippin' Dots travels is I find a lot of change. I hate to say it, everybody. I love finding loose change. Jamie, who was co-host for a long time, hated the fact that I picked up this loose change. And I mean, the majority of it is fucking pennies. Most people don't pick up pennies anymore. I'm the fucking weirdo who will pick up change. Um... And today, I found what I thought originally 
was a 50 cent piece. I'm like, oh, fuck, I, you never find 50 cent pieces. Those things, I don't even know if they still mint them or not. That's just fucking weird as shit, right? So I was all excited. I pick it up, just shove it in my pocket, go about my day. I found an actual dollar bill. I found a whole bunch of pennies and some dimes. It was a good fucking day. Good fucking day for me, right? And I just get home, throw it in my, uh, my fucking uh, change jar, and there you go. This big old, it was an old pretzel, pretzel uh, container. That's what I used. I probably got... I don't know, fuck, it's several hundred dollars worth of change in there, probably. Who the fuck knows? And uh, then when I get home and I look at it, it's like, it was a fucking, it wasn't a, a, a 50 cent piece. It was like a Mexican pesos. I think it was one pesos. Uh, I was like, ah. So I, I eBayed it. I just Googled it and whatever, and then I got to eBay, and apparently... It's ranging anywhere from like three dollars because it was nineteen seventy five, three dollars to like I saw some people trying to sell for like a thousand dollars, and clearly uh, that that's a fucking got to be a scam. And even if uh, the coin actually was worth a thousand dollars, mine would not be because it was not in any kind of mint condition. But just kind of weird to find. I don't know where anybody is using a pesos here in Grand Rapids, Michigan. We do have a, a relatively large Mexican uh, population here, but yeah, again, I don't know where the fuck people are using a peso, so. What ups? And then, I gotta talk about this, everybody. I'm sorry, I do have to talk about this. Uh, we've, we've heard uh, numerous times my stories, uh, stories of calling to Verizon and Disney Plus because Verizon has a deal. Verizon is my cell phone carrier. Verizon is offering this package where I get a uh, free Disney Plus bundle of Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus for free uh, with one of their unlimited plans. I'm like, I already got the unlimited plan. I might as well get this fucking thing. And I already had Disney Plus... But I'm like, fuck, I don't have these other two things. Let me get these other two things, right? And uh, so I signed up for it, and it has been a fucking goddamn ordeal, everybody. It's been an ordeal. Um, it's been over two months since I've signed up, and I've never been able to use it. Today was call number four for me to both Disney and uh, Verizon. And I had spent uh, six hours six hours of my life invested in those three phone calls prior to today. So today was call number four. Today I spent two and a half hours. Two and a half. So eight and a half fucking hours. Um, God damn. Uh, to, to get my Disney Plus bundle that I've been paying for. And that's what I've been trying to say to both Verizon and Disney of like, uh, I've been paying for this shit. Why am I not getting it? And no one is really, they're like, oh, you know, they, they give you the fucking, I have to say this shit. Like, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. But no one's been like, yeah, fuck them. Fuck my company for fucking you over. But today, today, uh, it appears though everything's rectified. I spent an hour with Verizon and then 90 minutes with Disney and the lady of fucking Disney. I don't know why 
but she was able to do shit that it sounds as like the people that I talked to previously at Disney could have fucking done. But just fucking weird as shit. I'm just grateful, though. Um, I was able to get the Disney Plus signed up. I was able to get the ESPN Plus signed up. Hulu not signed up yet. They're supposed to send me an email in like five business days. Uh, and then hopefully that will get hooked up. And then I'll be good to fucking go. And I'm just like, why the fuck has it been such an ordeal? And I kept telling them, I'm like, it's the Spider-Man meme of Spider-Man pointing at Spider-Man, except it's Disney and Verizon pointing at each other. Because they would all say, it's well, it's their fault. It's their fault. Disney would go, yeah, it's Verizon's fault. And Verizon would go, it's Disney's fault. I'm like, I don't care whose fucking fault it is. Because at the end of the day, neither of you guys are hurt by it. I'm fucking hurt by it, you dumb fucks. You dumb motherfuckers. But it looks like it got done. Shannon, the lady at Disney Plus who took care of me, got it done. She lives in the Syracuse area. She was just telling me shit. I don't know why. And she got it done, but I can't lie. If I met her in real life, I would probably punch her in the face because she was one of these weird talkers who's talking. And then you'd just be like, she would say something like, uh, uh, today, this is what we got to do. And then you would be like, okay. And then she'd go, mm-hmm. And then she'd continue with the conversation. And I'm like, what the hell is the mm-hmm? Like, what is that about? Why are you doing that? If I just go, okay, it's because I'm agreeing with you and I'm like encouraging you to continue with the conversation. I don't want you to go, mm-hmm. Today is Sunday. Sure is. Mm-hmm. Water is wet. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. I don't understand what the fuck you're doing, lady. It was very weird. She had like a weird lisp or something, too, about her voice. And when people have like a weird way of talking, whether it's like an accent or they do weird shit like that, mm-hmm. when they do that, I it's hard for me to not try and picture them in my head. I'm like, what does this fucking weirdo look like? And I want to ask them, but then I figure it'll just freak them out and they'll hang up on me or they won't do what they need to do. Mm-hmm. And I figure maybe that's why they're fucking, they, they're essentially, they're not a telemarketer, but if all you're doing is on the phone, what is that, just customer service? Mm-hmm. Crazy. Oh, yeah, bubbling soda is still awful. It's made with pure cane sugar, though. Gross. So last night, everybody, last night, I was uh, on Amazon looking for shit to watch. We go, all right, what the fuck can I watch here? And they, they were, uh, the first thing they were having you look at was this movie Unhinged. I think it came out last year. Maybe it came out early this year, 2021. And I had seen the trailer for it. And the trailer in my brain just made me go, this looks like shit. This is pure not goodness. And I think part of the reason why I was disturbed by it is because Russell Crowe is in it. And for the most part, I like Russell Crowe 
Most of the stuff that I've seen Russell Crowe in is great. Clearly, you will always remember him from Gladiator. That was probably his breakout role. Uh, you know, I've you've seen him in other shit. I'm like, I, you know, I like Russell Crowe. He, I don't know what the fuck he did to himself, but he got fat. Oh, my God. I don't know what happened to him. And it's disturbing because I saw him and I... In the trailer, I initially thought it was a John Goodman. And I was like, oh, fuck. I thought John Goodman lost a shit ton of weight. And then I was like, oh, fuck. That's not John Goodman. That's goddamn Russell Crowe. Russell, what the fuck happened to you? And then in the movie, you get uh, you, you get better views of him. And I'm like, wow, goddamn. Is that him? Or is he using, like, prosthetics or something? It was just very odd. It was it was kind of disturbing to me to see because I'm like it, this was a guy who just you know I don't know twenty years ago twenty five years ago he was like a sex symbol he would have been like People Magazine top ten sexiest dudes in the world and now I'm like going fuck he's top ten dudes at the buffet like what the hell and some people were kind of giving me shit about it they're like oh what did you expect. You expect him to stay like the gladiator guy? I'm like, no, I didn't expect that. But I'm like, fuck, uh, if you try to compare me uh, to what I was like 30 years ago, it's not going to be a whole lot different. I mean, I'm a little grayer, a little more wrinkly, a little more pudgy, but you're not going to, no one's going to be like, what the fuck? It was very odd. But uh, the movie is unhinged, like I said, and it's about this a road rage incident where Russell Crowe is the guy who is unhinged. And uh, I will tell you guys, uh, I was incredibly surprised at how good it was. Considering I had watched the trailer, and was like, oh, this is going to be shit. And then I sat down and I watched it and I'm like, oh, fuck. I was wrong. This movie is fantastic. I mean, right off the bat, the very first scene makes you go, oh yes, Russell Crowe, completely unhinged. He is psychotic. So if you have Amazon uh, Prime, I highly recommend it. I don't know if it's something that you can like buy or rent somewhere else, but I would be of the viewpoint of, here, I'm going to look for it now. I'm of the viewpoint of, yeah, I would I would even recommend people renting this shit. Let me see. Uh, did it came out in 2020? Um, yeah, it's like 4.99, 5.99. For some reason, it says it's 99 cents on Amazon. I don't know. I watched it for free. So uh, I would recommend. I would recommend if you're okay with like weirdness. I mean, it's it's a rated R movie. There's language. There's no nudity, but yeah, there is uh, some graphic violence. Oh my. And that is right up my alley. So yeah, uh, Russell Crowe, I feel for you. Please uh, meet up with a dietitian or something and um, get better. But uh, he was fucking straight money in that movie. Straight fucking money. All right. What do I got fucking going on here? Uh, well, I guess since I go from unhinged, I'll go to this 
fucking story here. Uh, this happened in Tulsa. Have I been to Tulsa? No, I, I've been to Topeka, Kansas. I've never been to Tulsa, Oklahoma. But there was a guy there. This happened on Friday. Um, this guy, his name is Justin Arthur Ray Davis. God damn, they've given him four names. You know he's a goddamn lunatic. Um, this asshole apparently had been stalking this woman there. Uh, they were co-workers. And he quit their work for some reason. It doesn't say in the story. Story! Um, the victim, though, said that he off, this guy would often sit outside of her apartment and leave candy and food on the doorstep. That's just crazy as fuck. Dudes, don't do shit like that. No chick in their right mind's going to go, oh. They're going to go, fuck, call the cops. This guy's outside again. Uh, he went to their house. He had a shotgun. Uh, and he shot the husband, because the chick was married, shot the husband through the door, hit his hand. Um, he, he went, got in the apartment, grabbed the victim, grabbed the chick, grabbed her and pulled her down the stairs. Uh, this happened at what time of the day? Uh, it doesn't say. It was in the morning, though. I wish it did say. Because she was on her way to work. Um, they saw this dude choking and punching the victim. So clearly they're smart and they call 911. There was a scene in Unhinged that happened in the, the restaurant. If you guys watch it, there's too many people in the restaurant uh, filming this and not enough people doing active, uh, in playing an active role in the scene. And it bothered me. Uh, if you watch Unhinged, l let me know what you think. Uh, let let me know what you think if anything could have been done because it bothered me that people were just filming stuff. And I, I feel like our society is we're too much about ripping out our phone and, and recording everything as opposed to being like an active participant in uh, stopping assaults or you know helping people get out of you know a car that's been um, racked or what you guys know what I'm talking about. So the husband, apparently, he came outside uh, and the, the guy, the fucking guy with four names, Davis, he said, I'll kill you, motherfucker, if she don't get in the truck. And he shot a couple times in the air. Uh, he took off. Authorities got there onto the scene. Fucker crashed his car. Um... It doesn't say, though, if she got in the truck, though. Come on, man. Tell, did she get in the truck? Because he crashed the car. He was transported to the local area hospital for lacerations to the head. They got the shotgun and ammunition. And uh, it's unclear what he'll be charged with. And the mugshot, God, he just looks like shit. Good. Fuck that guy. I don't understand what goes on in people's minds 
I don't know if I will ever if there will ever be a follow-up story on this. If anything, I'll probably miss it. But it makes me go, okay, did he have was he having a relationship with this woman? And she called it off. Um did he did he have an imaginary relationship with her in his uh in his head or was she fucking like his boss and she was giving him a hard time at work like i just have a shit ton of stories stories like this stories like this always make me want to know more tell me more i want to know more about this motherfucker like, why is he leaving food and candy outside her? That's just fucking weird as shit. Huh. Have any of you guys ever been stalked? You guys ever had, like, weird things happen to you? Because your, your neighbor or coworker or classmate or someone's fucking with you? I can only imagine that's, that's just got to be disturbing. And I, I've made jokes about it before of like I I don't have the energy to be a stalker. That's a lot of fucking time management. That's a lot of planning. I just I can't fucking do it, man. I don't have that kind of energy to be a stalker. Good for you, man. Just channel your energy somewhere else though, as opposed to stalking. Channel it into fucking a charity. Or how about uh, channeling it into, like, you're a fucking uh, bail bondsman. You're a bounty hunter instead if you're going to fucking stalk people. Stalk creepy criminals instead and bring them to justice. Don't stalk innocent people and terrorize them, you assholes. Uh, someone who's not going to be terrorized is this 85-year-old lady. She said, enough is a fucking enough. And I ain't taking any more shit. Good old Joan Bowling in Knoxville, Tennessee. I like Knoxville, Tennessee. I've been there a couple times. I enjoy that town. But good old Joan Bowling, uh, she said, fuck this shit. She's 85 years old. And she is in the process of getting her third degree black belt in Taekwondo. How about that, everybody? Her rationale is when you're in a parking lot, you never know who you're going to run into. You need to know how to take them down. I'm like, oh, fuck. Granny is going to fucking commit some goddamn street justice. Uh, to achieve your third degree black belt is a huge deal. And to see Joan go through it and achieve everything that's necessary to do it is fabulous. Instructor Jenny Henderson said. Uh... She started, uh, Joan started taking up Taekwondo in the 90s, but things got in the way, and then six years ago she decided to take it up again. Huh. So that's great. Good for her. But that, as I'm reading it, though, I'm not going to lie, as I'm reading it, I'm like going, I want to fight this bitch now. I want to fight 85-year-old Joan Bowling. I have zero... Uh, training in Taekwondo. I have zero training in any mixed martial arts. I don't have any boxing training, uh, no wrestling training. I got none of it. But I'd like to think I could still kick the shit out of 85-year-old Joan. Let's do this, you fucking shit fuck. I don't give a shit that you got 
your third degree black belt. I will kick your ass, old lady. I'll see you in the parking lot. <laughs> uh, and then she'd probably be able to kick my ass, though. I'll, I'll turn that into a fucking Twitter poll. Can Stu kick the shit out of an 85-year-old lady who's got her third degree black belt in Taekwondo? I'm watching video of it. They got, like, the news running video of her, like, fighting with her instructor. And, I mean, a good portion of it, it's like, it looks like professional wrestling. Of, like, Joan has, like, the moves, but she's, like, tossing people and throwing them on the ground. And I'm just, like, the, the people are going with it. They're selling it. And, you know, good for fucking them. They're trying people to come in and sign up for their Taekwondo class. But uh, I'll fucking take most dudes fighting an 85-year-old lady. I'll, I'll take most dudes. Because it's not like she's like six foot two and 200 pounds. She's a fucking old lady. She's probably 5'4", buck 20. But good, good for her. Good for her for being active. Not wanting to take shit from motherfuckers. I'm not going to take shit from motherfuckers. I'm not going to take shit from motherfuckers. Some other people who aren't going to take shit from motherfuckers. The Asian American uh, community in America uh, is, is telling this motherfucker to go fuck himself. You don't know who this guy is. I didn't know who this guy is. His name is... Carlton Davis, and he is a, a Super Bowl champion for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's a cornerback, and um, he tweeted something dumb last night. I was like, oh, what the fuck did this guy tweet? He tweeted an, an anti-Asian slur. Um, he said, I used the term... That from where I come from has always meant lame. But I did not realize it has a much darker negative connotation. I've learned a valuable lesson. I want to apologize to anyone that was offended by saying that word. Because we need to focus on helping each other during these tough times. What lawyer wrote that for him? Um, and it had something to do with... Uh, down, I guess he lives in Miami or he's from Miami and apparently there's people down in Miami saying that they run the streets or something. I, I don't know. And so he, he wrote, gotta stop letting racial slur in Miami. Now, uh, the word uh, the word that he used because I couldn't fucking find it. I, I had to Google it pretty hard. And I always want these stories to go, the word he used rhymes with whatever. And the word that he used rhymes with toque. Gotta stop letting toques in Miami. Now, I'm not, I don't know exactly who he was talking about. But he's writing, gotta stop letting lamos in Miami? Like, what? What? I don't understand. Clear, again, I'm not buying. 
that this dude didn't know uh, what the fuck he was saying. He was saying that uh, he thought it meant lame. All right, so now I got to go to Urban Dictionary. Uh, sorry, everybody. I, I, I always forget that I'm going to do shit like this. So I'm going to Urban Dictionary. Um, and there we go. Um, and it is coming up. Derogatory term used against Korean and Vietnam individuals. Nowhere does it come up on Urban Dictionary did it mean lame. So if Urban Dictionary doesn't fucking know it means lame, it doesn't mean fucking lame. Fucking Carlton Davis, you stupid fuck. Oh yeah, Buffalo Wing Soda, not good. Still, still not good. So, you know, he's now apologizing because you fucking have to. But how are you... I just, I just don't fucking get it. I mean, you're a grown-ass man. I hate to slay, say it. You're aware of these fucking... Um, you're aware of these fucking stupid slurs. And then he... I don't know where he got it from, but he's like a term commonly used in South Florida to describe a person who is lame. Synonym for lame, whack, fool, or stupid. I'm not buying it. Sorry. I'm not buying it. Because you know what? People in South Florida are going to know that it doesn't mean lame. It means other things, right? Like, okay, now uh, I get that the uh, the term uh, faggot can mean like a, a bunch of twigs in England or whatever, right? Like it's, a, it's an old-timey word. But if anyone was to ever use that term and then and then claim to like, oh, I didn't know it was a, a homophobic slur, you would just look at him like, go fuck yourself. And so uh, to Carlton, uh, I'm going to tell you to go fuck yourself. You're full of shit. And I hope uh, you blow out your ACL this year. I hope he blows it out. I hope he blows it out. I hope he blows it out. The pizzeria that I uh, attempted to do in an e eating contest with my buddy Matt Harper, the two of us just said, hey, you know, they're like, if you could eat this pizza, you get a free t-shirt and then you don't have to pay for it or you get your picture on the wall. I'm like, okay, fuck, all right. I'll try it. I'm up to do something stupid. And uh, Matt Harper and I, we tried to do it. And uh, we failed miserably. Not not even close. It was fucking, it was awful. That, that pizza just destroyed us. And a lot of people call us pussies and whatever. And then I said, hey, you go and try it. And then no one ever fucking did. Because they were pussies. But uh, I bring it up because the pizzeria is closing. DPI's Pizzeria over on Leonard on the northwest side is closing. Apparently, the owner's got health issues. And so I think he said April 21st will be the last day. I was like, ah, I'm sad by that. It's not a pizzeria. I can't lie. I don't think I've been back to the pizzeria since uh, the pizza eating challenge. Only because it's not close. 
it's way, way, way on the other fucking side of town, so it's it's very uh, inconvenient. But uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go there probably tomorrow for takeout Tuesday. But I bring that up because um, there was a pizzeria. There's a fucking Italian a pizzeria. Uh, that was targeted for business sanctions by the Trump administration. You're like what? Whoop 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 whoop. Um, the mistake was rectified last week in a pizzeria in the northern Italian town of Verona owned by Alessandro Bazzoni is no longer on the list of businesses blacklisted by the U.S. Why the fuck would a business, a pizzeria of all places, be blacklisted by the U.S.? But uh, apparently Trump imposed sanctions on uh, the nation's state oil company, uh, that's the state of Venezuela, the country of Venezuela. Uh, Petroleus de Venezuela. On his final day in office, Trump sanctioned an additional network of oil firms and individuals linked to PDVSA. That's when Bazzoni discovered on a trip to his bank that his business was on the blacklist. When I heard that my current accounts had been blocked, I thought it was a joke. There are already difficult times for us restaurant owners. The last thing I need was to have my accounts blocked. He said the U.S. quickly corrected the mistake. I thank the new American government for the efficiency with which it intervened. Another company, a Sardinian graphic design firm owned by a different Alessandro Bazzoni, also managed to get off the sanctions list after it was mistakenly added. So it was just a fucking name. Bazzoni. Because a Treasury official told Reuters that the department realized the targeted company was owned by a different Bazzoni than the individual whose operations the Trump administration had intended to target in January. That's crazy. That's fucking crazy. The fucking Bazzonis! Hey, I'm fucking the Bazzonis! I just want to get you some pizzeria! If you don't eat my pizzeria, you're a fucking uh, word that rhymes with took, because that means lame, am I right? No. No, you're not right, Bazzoni. Pepperoni. Uh, what's the thing that clears the ice in hockey? The fucking, uh, god damn it. Uh, what the fuck is that word, Sadie Dog? Uh, I want to say pepperoni. <laughs> no, not ice cream. Ice cleaning machine. The Zamboni. You stupid motherfucker. You're a dumb Zamboni. I am a dumb Zamboni. Well, that's it, everybody. I'm done. I'm going to go take the dogs for a walk. Uh, thank you guys for listening to this free podcast. Freebies every uh, Mondays and Thursdays. So I encourage you to listen to the freebies. Do that. And then as I mentioned in the beginning of the podcast, I do a Patreon. That's every other day, usually. Usually every other day, five extra episodes every week for five bucks a month. How about that? That comes out to what, like uh, one pesos a month, I think is what that comes out to. So uh, go subscribe to that. Go to patreon.com, search Elemental Podcast, bing, bang, boom. There you go. One less Starbucks coffee. Uh, one less uh, Big Mac, one less whatever. So I'm going to ask you guys to go like our Facebook page, go like our Twitter page. That's where I put up polls. Go see if I can beat an 85-year-old woman in Taekwondo. 
And then I'm going to ask you to do four things. One, I want you to listen to another episode podcast. That's my buddy Matt Harper and his partner in crime, Andy Elaine. The two of them, they talk about movies that shape their childhood, that influence them. And uh, so they're all older movies, and every Wednesday they drop new episodes. And this coming Wednesday, it's Total Recall, the 1990 Arnold Schwarzenegger classic. And they always have guests on, and the guest is going to be yours truly. I sat down with those two. We talked about that movie and how great it was. I also, uh, my buddy Pat Sievert was on a couple weeks ago, and he had a list of candy bars that completely disgusted me. So I destroyed his list, and then I made my own list. So go listen to just hear what my list of top five candy bars is, and then you can come fight me, especially if you're an 85-year-old woman who knows Taekwondo. But go listen to another episode podcast every Wednesday on your favorite podcast platform. It's probably up there somewhere. And then uh, go follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Then the, the next three are just on Facebook. So go to Facebook. Check out the Sunday Slaw. That's Adam House and Stephanie Booms. Those two like sitting down and they eat coleslaw together. And then they do Facebook Lives of them eating coleslaw. And they give a thumbs up, thumbs down. And then uh, last night, uh, Stephanie ate coleslaw with Peeps. The Easter candy Peeps. And I can't lie, it looked gross. I would never eat it. But uh, go check out the Sunday Slot. Hit like on the page at least. Watch some of their videos. They're always very short, five minutes tops. And there you go. Then we got uh, Blissful Cravings Crafts and Gifts. That is a small businesswoman making her way. She's making baked goods, making some crafts. So go like the page. Blissful Cravings Crafts and Gifts. Hit like and then message her about what she has to offer, buy something from her, or or see uh, if she can make something for you. Put a request in. The worst she does is tell you no. So do that. Mention my name. Get the SD McAllister 0% discount. And there you go. And then last but not least, sticking with the whole baked good stuff, I want you to check out this page, The Whole Thing Donut Shop. That's whole with an H, The Whole Thing Donut Shop. It is a donut shop in Forney, Texas, suburb of Dallas. Gourmet donuts. They look super duper fancy, super duper good, I am sure. So if you ever go to Dallas, go check it out. If you live in Dallas, go check it out. If you go to Texas, drive to Dallas and check it out. So if nothing else, hit the like on the whole thing donut shop. Okay, do that for me. And that's it. You guys are great. I'm going to go walk the dogs. Have a good night. I'll see you tomorrow for the Patreon. Love you, baby. Love you, baby.